All right. Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, yeah, my name is Yunisari. I'm the CMC Kai PP chapter, and uh, thank you for attending uh, the event tonight. And it is good to uh, see many of you here, like uh, a lot of people still coming in, so that's good. Uh, yeah, so before we continue, let's just like uh, spend uh, maybe one minute to get to know each other. Maybe you can tell like uh, where you are and which chapter you are from and where are you located right now. Maybe let's start with, uh, uh, let's start with who is on the top here. Okay, I'll see. <laughs> I'll see um, okay, hello uh, everyone. Hello Eunice. Uh, thank you for organizing the event. My name is Ozias Farian. I'm from Indonesia, SMCK chapter, uh, and, uh, I also, uh, and I also and I also serve as the faculty sponsor of IPB of University, University with Imam as the chair of the student chapter. So nice to meet you, everyone. Uh, nice thank to you. meet you. Thank you, yeah. Eunice. Thank you, Ozi. Okay, next one. Uh, chat. Hello, everyone. Um, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. Uh, my name is Chad Vajramanotam. I'm working at the University of Zurich at the moment, but I represent uh, Bangkok Sikai chapter in Thailand. Thank you, Chad. Uh, next one, Maria. Hello, Eunice. Nice to see you again. I'm uh, Maria Esperanza Reyes from the Philippines. And I'm representing Manila. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Maria. Uh, next one is um, who is on the list on my list right now? Patricia. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi um, again. <laughs> um, I'm I'm just a research assistant from uh, University of Glasgow. I was just curious and wanted to join and see what kind of things are discussed here. Basically. Good. Nice to meet you, Patricia. Next one, uh, Imas. Hello, good evening, everyone. Nice to see you all. So I'm Imas from uh, IPB University, Computer Science Department. Actually, I'm not uh, a member of this chapter, but because uh, Mr. Auji shared the flyer yeah, about this event, so I'm very interested to join to know uh, about uh, human interaction and UI, UX, and so on, the aspect of the uh, system development. So um, I want to learn from all of you from this event. Thank you very much for this chance. Welcome, Imas. Uh, OK, next one, uh, Ethel. Hello. Hello, everyone. So I'm Ethel Ong. I'm from Manila, Dallas University, Manila, Philippines. So it's nice to be able to join you again today. Thank you. Hi. Uh, can we have uh, Tiffany? Hello, everyone. Hi, Tiffany. Uh, my name is Tiffany Andita. I'm from Victoria University. Uh, I'm here to support you. From where? Oh, okay. Imam's friend. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everyone. Well, that's good. That's good, too. Yeah, good. Thank you. Next one, Anusha. Anusha. It's an introduction, Anusha. 
Hi, everybody. Thank you, Eunice. Uh, I'm Anusha Vitana. I'm from uh, University of Sydney in Australia. I'm the chair of SIDCHI, which is SIDCHI um, um, local chapter in Sydney. Very excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Anusha. Uh, next one, Saki. Well, hello everyone. Uh, nice to meet you all. Uh, my name is Zaki. I'm from ITB student chapter member. Uh, I hope I gain a new lot of information and a new education inside this meeting. Thanks. Thank you, Saki. Nofia, next one. I think you are still muted. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Eunice, uh, firstly, thank you for the invitations. I'm Novia from University Putra Malaysia, a short form for UPM. So UPM is in Serdang, uh, Serdang Malaysia. So uh, I'm in, I am in software engineering, uh, software engineering and information system, uh, system department in the Faculty of Computer Science. Uh, so I have been collaborating with Eunice when we have known for the past three years, I think. Yeah, Yudis? Yes, yeah. yes, that's right. Yeah, it's good to, uh, to collaborate with you, Nofia. Next one, we have uh, Aaron. We have a round introduction. Hello, and hello, everyone else. <laughs> hello. Nice to meet everyone. Uh, my name is Aaron Quigley. Um, I'm uh, in the University of New South Wales in Sydney, in Australia. I'm the head of school. Um, I'm also a member of the Sid Kai chapter here in Sydney, which is newly established. Um, but I also, I was the founder, or well, I was one of the founding members of the Irish chapter of Sid Kai many years ago. And I also helped found the uh, British chapter or the Scottish chapter of Sid Kai um, uh, a few years ago. And some of you will know me from other roles that I have within um, within the ACM and uh, SIGCHI. I'm also one of the general chairs for CHI this year, and I'm very keen to learn more about the chapters program. Great, thank you, Aaron. Uh, next one, Tilman. Hello, um, another entry from Australia, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm Tilman, I'm from the University of Melbourne, um, where um, I'm a member of the CK local chapter in Melbourne, um, which we co-founded um, about yeah, two years ago. Um, and yeah, thanks for inviting us. And um, yeah, looking forward to the discussion. That's good. Uh, thank you, Timan. Next one, Akasha Nurpat. Hello, uh, my name is Akasha Nurpat. You can call me Aka. I'm from... IPB University student chapter, and I'm here to um, uh, watch my friend, which is Imam Roshadi, to presentate his presentation. And um, I hope I could gain many knowledge from you guys. Thank you. Wow, Imam, you got a lot of support today. That's good. <laughs> okay, uh, Jenny. Uh, hello, I'm Jenny Pay, also from Australia. Um, I'm uh, currently the chair of the Melbourne chapter of the SIGCHI. Um, I was also part of the forming of the Melbourne group with Tillman, who was leading the charge, which I think was only last year, Tillman. I, I feel 
that I only started up. We took we were talking about it for a year and then we finally got it going, I think. But um, yeah, so so two years in the going and going really well still. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm a professor of interaction design at Swinburne University and connect in that way. Thank you. Uh, well, we have Fatime. Fatime, are you there? Can you uh, give a, like a quick introduction about yourself? I can't hear you anything. How about Kalisa? Kalisa, can you talk? Hi. Hi, my name is Kalisa. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hello, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. The kid as well. <laughs> okay. Oh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Where are you from, Kalisa? I am from Indonesia. Uh, nice to meet you all. I'm sorry I cannot open my camera yet. My my sons are making noises. That's <laughs> um, okay. Thank you. I'm Kapisa okay. Priandana. I'm from IPB University from Indonesia. I'm with uh, Pauzi actually, Pauzi Asarian. So okay. thank you very much. Nice to meet you all. Nice to meet you. Hi, Cafe. Can you hear us now? Uh, hello everyone, this is Khaled Bazargan speaking from Tehran. I have troubles with the audio, so I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know okay. some of the faces here. I can see Regina, Aaron, uh, and a few others that I know, uh, of course, Enis. So uh, hello to everyone. I hope you can see me and hear me. I have troubles with the audio, but uh, pleased to be here and pleased to share. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Good that we can hear you now. That's good. <laughs> um, I hope you can hear us too. Uh, we, we still have a one person who hasn't introduced Fateme. Uh, can you speak or? Uh, I think we cannot hear you. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm Fatima. I'm uh, from uh, I'm from Iran, and uh, now I'm a student in Sweden. I'm really happy that I can see you here. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you, Fatima. Okay. Uh, oh, did I? Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you saw. Regina. Of course, Regina. <laughs> sorry. Because <laughs> My niece was just reacting to a private message saying I, I might have been lost because I was the first one on the list. My name is Regina Bernhardt. I'm here to represent, the, first of all, the Toulouse chapter. And I'm here especially to let you know how complicated it is to revive a chapter that doesn't exist anymore, which we currently do in the Netherlands, uh, trying to bring people together that have been doing that for 30 years and trying to make something really long-term lasting better. So that will be my role here today. Um, for the other things, yes, for the ones who do not know me, I'm currently also acting as Vice President for Communication for SIKAI, but that's not my role here today. So um, if you want to complain about our tweets, go somewhere else, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did I miss anyone here? Or have, have I like asked anyone here? Uh, okay, good. 
Okay, I'm sorry that I missed you before because I'm always thinking that you can. Can I make talk. a brief comment? Uh, yes. Yes. Can I make a brief comment? Yeah, yeah, sure, so, sure. So for the information of everyone, listen carefully to what Regina and Aaron are saying because they are candidates to the Sikai elections, and sure. uh, maybe it will be good sure. to have their comments. So just uh, as an advertisement, we have the two <laughs> next potential leaders of ACM Sikai who are. Uh, on the list as uh, candidates for the presidency, both uh, joint leader. Thank you. Well, thank you for the. I'm proud to have them here. Thank you for their presence. <laughs> thank you very much for the comment, uh, Cafe. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, we can talk about it later, like uh, as we have a more discussion. So uh, the purpose of uh, our meeting today, we usually like uh, have it as a chapter office hour. Uh, the chapter office hour, we usually have it every uh, two months and then basically the idea is just to catch up uh, among chapter leaders. But then uh, some of the members or some of the community, they never heard about chapters. Oh, why don't we open it for, uh, for general public? So that's why today we have a lot of people uh, who are not chapter member yet, but they might be interested in joining the chapter. So we welcome everyone basically. Um, so we have a couple of great uh, speakers uh, who will be speaking with us and sharing with us today um, things that they have uh, done in their chapters, like uh, both the success and the failure. So we both can, uh, we can learn from both ways. Um, so we can um, make our chapter better. So for the first, uh, uh, opportunity. I'm just going through uh, the uh, what is it like the the flyer. I'm going to start with Regina. So you can start now, Regina. Uh, we got a, uh, about ten. Yeah, about ten minutes for everyone. <laughs> yeah, okay. I will not take ten minutes, but I have a bit of feedback now. Um, uh, no, okay. it, it looks fine. Yeah. It's okay. So, uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, uh, Anis invited me here to talk for the Toulouse chapter and especially about the experiences of how to make things long term reliable and long term interesting for our Sikhai members. Um, a bit of context. So, in the Netherlands, we have one of the longest lasting Sikhai chapters, which was founded about nearly 30 years ago. And what happened is um, that it, within the 30 years, uh, all the members of the chapter currently started to be active in different types of conferences, splitting up for local kinds of events. And we had the difficulty here in the Netherlands to come back with reviving the chapter, which might not be for most of you uh, something you currently think of, but I think there are some lessons learned that you can have of how to do long-term engagement. And what we saw for this long-term engagement is that, first of all, it's a bit like yet another app on the mobile phone, you know? Everyone is really excited getting the new app and coming to the first three to five meetings and then there is another app coming up that most of the people would be using. And typically the focus is going to the second app and you suddenly lose the people which are there. So for keeping people long-term, we have been coming up with some strategies 
First of all, especially for the Netherlands, um, we are rotating. The Netherlands is a country which is very, very closely connected, so you can reach everything by train nicely. So we started to rotate events that would be, of course, today, lots of that stuff is still virtual, but at least would be physically closer to members that we go over the different kinds of universities. So every one of us um, would have the chance, even if people are not able to move or were not able to come to different kinds of events, that we reach out to them locally. So we have a round over the year of six universities where we go. And so that's something that brought us closer to people. So even if they missed one or two meetings, then they were again closer to a city that worked nicely. So reaching out geographically is something that worked uh, good in the Netherlands. The other one is that um, we came up with uh, different kinds of topics that we typically use from what is around research. So lots of people in the Netherlands in the chapter are interested in research. If they're interested in research, what we did is we did information evenings to help them understand how HCI has to be positioned for research funding. I do understand that this is something that might not apply to everyone, but especially for scientists, HCI, even in the Netherlands, is not a topic where you know you tick the box saying HCI, yes, we, we can get the funds there. So we have things like we have to go for sustainability, we have to go for energy. And lots of our members really appreciated that kind of service. And we have now sign up hours for people in the universities to help them get along with this kind of research things. So the long-term commitment was coming by supporting the needs of people in the Netherlands. And I would be really, really curious to learn from you what your needs are because they're very different. And what we noticed also, and that is our biggest failure now. So reaching out to people locally is okay. Helping them with the needs they have. But the third thing where we really failed is to include industry. Because in the Netherlands, industry is so strong and so spread uh, and they would go for energy, sustainability, changing the society for health. And then they would say, yeah, well, there might be some HCI somewhere, but we don't think uh, we need an additional event for the HCI. And bringing in industry only works now very, very slowly by combining them and bringing them in, for example, here in Eindhoven. As some people might know, Eindhoven in the Netherlands is famous for one company. It's called Philips. And Philips is, of course, worldwide operating. So the headquarters are here in Eindhoven. And then, of course, you have to reach out to Philips. And for Philips, the main application area at the moment is, is medicine, medical devices. And we make special events now for industry to bring them closer to us. But I wouldn't say we have been winning the game. So I know this is a bit untraditional not to use slides, but I think I personally cannot see slides anymore after eight hours of online meetings. So I hoped for your evening, me talking briefly about three things, which was going to the people. Second thing, which was about really trying to address your local needs. And yes, even if you are here for 30, 35 years, there will be still failures are the three things and the message I wanted to convey. And I'm very happy to afterwards share experiences if anyone has questions. Thank you. Thank you, Regina. Uh, can you repeat again? What is the third one? <laughs> uh, 
what did not went well is the industry. We, we, because industry is not interested in HCI. Oh, industry okay. is interested in a domain. Yeah. Okay, well, Regina, you still have a five minutes actually for your talk. So we, we're gonna like a, yeah, uh, chat. You, would, you, would you like to ask questions? Thank you, Regina, for the insights. Um, in the Netherlands, there is a very strong design community, especially in Eindhoven itself. Um, does the HCI group engage with design community somehow? Oh my God, this is a very tricky question and I don't know how to answer that politically correct. So my dean thinks that design is different from HCI. So we have a design community and we have an HCI community. But if you look at the people working with me, they're very much overlapping. And so what we have here is that whenever we have design events, we also integrate the HCI chapter here. Okay, so yes, Eindhoven, uh, TUE, especially the design-oriented ones like Christina Andersen and, and Ron Wackery. And so all these people around me working here in TUE with me, we sometimes have the identity as a designer Sometimes we also have the identity as an HCI researcher. So for the local politics, we merge a bit, but for outside, the design people want to keep amongst themselves something. Mm. Thank you. I, it would be lovely mm. to have them more inside, yes. Yeah. So I have a question. When you uh, travel like uh, from one place to another place at that time when you had your chapter, right? Like, uh, how did you manage in terms of uh, funding and everything like that? For the chapter? Yeah, yeah. When the you thing? have or when you organize uh, activity, for example, in different uh, places, how do you yes. organize that? So, but I, I think I am talking from a um, um, perspective of very rich universities. Mm -hmm. So typically we have the support of the local universities within the chapter and uh, we have some project funding within the different kinds of universities which can be used. So the chapter itself also is uh, now sponsored by three uh, industry um, contracts mm -hmm. and uh, they are coming, so for me for example they are coming from Philips Design we have an interesting sponsorship, which is coming from a shipping company. I, mm -hmm. I don't know if the people know Netherlands, you know water. So ships are very important here. So this is called Marine. So we have this one and we have a, another sponsor from Automotive and they gave each a limited amount of money, which allows us then to uh, support people to organize things like the food or the coffee. Okay, that's great. That's, uh one uh, question, uh, maybe this will be the last question for Regina uh, from Erin. Please go ahead, Erin. It's okay. I think I'd like to um, give my question to uh, Kave. Kave, okay. Kave, what is your question? Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't notice, Aaron, that you were asking a question. Okay. Thank you very much. So I had a question, Regina. Can, can we ask? question on behalf of Toulouse chapter or do you have to ask questions on behalf of Netherlands chapter? You can ask both. Toulouse is very different. Okay, so I'm wondering, um, I was looking at the map of, you know, all the chapters all around the regions and the board and there are some countries where there are uh, many more chapters. In France, perhaps there is Toulouse and Paris. 
how do you manage collaborating between uh, different local chapters? And I think in terms of diversity and in terms of richness, the more we have chapters, the better it is for the future of HCI. But eventually, when you look at the maps in countries such as like big countries, such as in India, now there is a born of many more chapters, but in some others, uh, for ages, there has been just one chapter, perhaps in China, there is one chapter. And I just want to know how do you manage the collaboration because there can be conflict of interest sometimes between different locations. And uh, I think that Toulouse has been the very first chapter in France and then it was Paris. Yes. I would be happy to know how do you manage that? Yeah, the, um, the, I, I understand your question and I see the difficulties of how to cooperate and, and maybe having the, the same market and the same interests. So um, the, the only answer I, I kindly can say for this special case that you brought up for Toulouse and Paris is um, that there are some political things in France. And I think this is the question by Johan asked it, that especially Toulouse and Paris, uh, they are exactly 700 kilometers apart from each other. And uh, Toulouse is a city that has to follow what Paris is saying in everyday life. So it's a bit like going to the capital. So the two chapters, you know, is a bit, there's lots of friction in between. The good thing is that what happened in the two chapters is that they knew that, that this might be difficult is that they went to application areas because Toulouse is Airbus with the flights. And Toulouse said, it's very nice that you do a general HCI one go to Paris or go virtual, but take the general HCI topics, the, the banking applications, everything you're doing, this would be Paris. And Toulouse is only specializing now with Airbus on the aircraft sector and safety critical systems. So between the two chapters, especially for the French, they found a French solution, which was like going for the focus. And this is why the Toulouse chapter is very strong because if you go for Airbus, you have immediately 200, 250 people working on how to construct the next generation of cockpit, the next generation of satellite control. And if you have this kind of knowledge, typically people outside doing a mobile app are not very much interested in that knowledge because it's, it's ways to complicate it, what the, the Toulouse people are doing because it's safety critical. So they split up by domain, which might be an interesting approach also for other chapters where, where there might be a specialization to make you special in the competition. Okay. Thank you very much for that very relevant answer. And thank you, Aaron, for giving me the floor to ask the question. Over. OK, thank you. Maybe, Aaron, you can ask for the next speaker then. Uh, OK, uh, let's go. Thank you, Regina. That was very interesting uh, discussion. I actually have a, a question, but I will uh, like ask you later. So next one will be Jenny and Tillman. So Jenny and Tillman, they represent um, Melbourne Sika chapter. Tillman uh, will tell about what ha has happened and uh, Jenny is, uh, uh, will talk about how she plans uh, on moving forward with the uh, Melbourne chapter. Okay, uh, Tillman and Jenny, thanks for yours. Thank you. Yeah, we haven't made a plan, have we Tillman? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we split it. Um... <laughs> Into like I'll give a short introduction um, about the foundings, and then Jenny will will take up major part to to show us the future of Sikai Melbourne. <laughs> 
And, and actually, I'm going to disappoint Regina here specifically because I'll actually be showing slides, uh, mostly because you will have much better looking fellows than myself to look at. Um, <laughs> so let me just share my screen for a second. Oh, I can't. Okay, it's disabled. Yeah, can you give me share screen too? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. Just one second. Sorry. No worries. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay, Chairman, uh, it should be okay now. Perfect. Should be working for you now, Tillman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. Do you see that? Yep. Yeah. Excellent. I'm not gonna risk the full screen mode. Anyway, so um, Sikal Melbourne um actually established in 2018. Uh, it took us a little bit um of um yeah, I guess formation of the team really um before we officially applied, but that wasn't actually in 2018. Um, and I think. There's two things I want to stress in, in this introduction. Uh, one really being the importance of intro, integrating um, UX practitioners from the region, um, not just into the events, but actually into the committee um, um, and, and the founding actually of the chapter, which, which we did. Um, so Melbourne has a really vivid um, UX practitioner scene and um, they they organize a bunch of events on um, used to organize I should say um, on on meetups um, and so there are all these different pockets there's also a lot of um, kind of like secondary um, schooling institutions who who target um, UX and HCI um, and, and really educate people um, who have a different background um, into to get into this this profession and so um, when we when we constructed the initial team, we really made sure that 50 50 um, percent of, of people were from um, the, the, the practitioner expo, the UX, and then 50 percent of, of kind of the HCI academic um, discipline. And, and you can see that here on that slide that we um, one of our sponsors early on became actually UX Mastery, which is kind of like Sikai. It's it's a community, uh, actually global community of UX practitioners, which is really interesting um, to um, engage with. And they are actually present in different um, regions. Um, once we had this formulated, um, and I'm glad Aaron is here because I'm going to um, <laughs> highlight his visit, um, which was one of the first um, things because obviously we didn't have money. Um, and the ACM Distinguished Speaker Program is actually an excellent way um, to tap into existing uh, resources and funds. Um, so this was back in the day when actually actual travel was still possible and we were able to, to um, get Aaron here. And also, yeah, I'd, I'd like to highlight that um, what we tried um, was to expose Aaron a little bit to um, the, the the Melbourne, wider Melbourne community, <laughs> I should say. And so we have this knowledge week, which happens here once, once, uh, once a year. Um, 
Well, they put us a bit in an unfortunate slot, so the the, the audience was was not as we expected. Um, but we, I guess, we managed to make up for it in the tour that we gave Aaron through um, various labs um, throughout Melbourne. Um, and so we combined kind of like the visit um, with like outreach activities, but um, tried then also to bring bring Aaron into the lab um, and um, yeah, have him share his wisdom with with the Melbourne community. And then the second. Um, event we hosted or organized was kind of like a, a speaker series um, where called Cyborgs and Superhumans. And you can see um, here these three speakers, basically Jared being more from the HCI research, Kyla, who, who literally has one foot in, in both um, uh, industry and one in, um, in academia. And she talked about, um, actually, she, she wasn't, she wasn't there because um, she, she um, she had to excuse herself, but the idea was basically um, that she would bridge this gap of cyborgs because she does lots of interesting research on putting insertables and technology into people's bodies. Um, but she also has this industry background, which was real. Um, and then we had a, a local artist, I should say not so local, he's, he's quite global, um, but he resides in Melbourne currently, um, Stalag, who's always been fascinated by um, the symbiosis really of, of people and machines. Um, and so in terms of like sponsorship, um, I, I, but what we found worked really well was kind of like giving different, um, entities, um, the opportunity to, to chip in as, as they saw a fit. So you can see here, for example, UX mastery, um, provided us with, with a budget for food so we could cater um, to people and, and, and get them excited about a free uh, dinner. Uh, Monash University chipped in for the drinks. Uh, Melbourne Uni um, provided the event space. And so each of them kind of like provided a different um, yeah, aspect of the event, which was really nice. Um, and um, helped not just the visibility obvious of the, of the, of the event itself, but also um, get us off the ground. Um, and then the last, do you still see my screen? Oh, do you still see my screen? Yes. Yep. Okay, good. Because the next one uh, is kind of like a, um, a happy note, I guess. Um, so Melbourne was, I think, the first one in Australia. Then we have Kaisik, uh, sorry, Sitkai, um, and Anusha here. And then Perth also um, has a really interesting um, new development there. Um, yet, when we, if, I just went back to the local chapters index and found that Australia is not visually represented on the map. And I wonder why that is and whether we could look into that. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, it's just what, what Khalid was saying. It, 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 I think it, there's tremendous um, value in, in having various um, geographies and especially in such a big, big island like Australia um, be representing our community. Um, and hopefully we're looking forward to more um, of these dots popping up over over the years. Over to you, Jenny. Okay, so I do this. I also am not. I'm too scared to put it out of um, this mode because <laughs> I don't trust it. So we can. You can just look at the center bit and don't look at the little baby things in the corner. So again, following on, Sikai Melbourne as going forward, and and I think. The context of Melbourne is that we were the world's most livable city from 2011 to 2017, and that's really important to the people who live there. So when you think about Melbourne and you think about the things we want to do, the, the things that um, are, oh, I knew I wouldn't be able to do this, 
Things that are important. Oh, you get this. Uh, we'll have to ignore that. <laughs> okay, ignore that. Um, just ignore little squares. Um, it's still in edit mode, clearly. Um, street life is really important in Melbourne, having things happening on the streets. And art life is very important in Melbourne. So Melbourne people are very interested in, in the arts and artistic things and they paint their streets. And, and so Tillman's exhibition or Tillman's event in 2019 that had both the, the, the technology and the artist and the bridging person was very, very popular. Everybody who went there loved that event because it's very important to Melbourne people. The other thing, we have a river life. So it's very important. In fact, one of our meetings that we had about talking about putting this whole Sikkai thing together very early on, it was planned for sitting in this nice bar, which is on the edge of the river. So we were all gonna meet there and talk about this. So, so the river life is also quite important to Melbourne. And then there's nightlife. So people in Melbourne are very nightlife people. It's all about activity. And so this whole lockdown thing is actually quite difficult for Melbourne people. And they've had a very serious lockdown in Melbourne where people couldn't move out of their houses for months and months. So as Melbourne thinks of itself as a vibrant city with engaged people and working places where we have shared working places, we work in cafes, we work in buses, we work on the street. This is all part of the environment that the people we're bringing together are coming from and this is what's important to them. So we also have within the group of, of Australian Kai, we have Auskai, which is which has a tradition and as Tillman said, this, this whole thing we've been working on since Auskai started in the late 80s, early 90s, was trying to bring together academia and industry. We've always been trying to work with that. So the Australian Conference on Computer-Human Interaction is called Auskai. And it's been a part of our lives. It's been the main Kai input for us because Kai was always very far away. And also for us, very hard to get into um, because we didn't have a great tradition of research in our country. We've slowly been attracting more people with, a, with longer research careers to Australia, but really we were, we were just learning as we went. So this Auskai, which was a very inclusive community was very important to all of us. But always we have tried to have something industry, something academic happening. In fact, when I joined in 1994, it was run by industry and academia was only joining it. Now it's being run out of universities and we try and have industry day and we try and have industry speakers. So it's actually flipped around in the last 20 years as to who it is who's, who's custodian of this thing. So... Um, in the last year with the shutdown, it's been quite difficult for everybody or with the, with the world pandemic and the, the isolation and no travel and everything, it's been quite difficult for everyone. But we had a few highlights and are heartbroken about not going to Hawaii. Absolutely heartbroken, Regina. We had our shirts, we were ready to go. I had my sunscreen packed. I had, my, had the most fantastic hotel on the beach booked and it went away. I'm so sorry. No, it's just hard. We go there again, okay? <laughs> but now we, so we ran a Kai Down Under online in, in Melbourne. I mean, it was basically out of Melbourne because it was Monash University, University of Melbourne, Swinburne University were all the organising committee. And we put this together and we created a panel that had a mixture of practitioners, 
and university people from across Australia just to show that we really are serious about this bringing together of industry and, and academia. So what we're trying to do now is keep this momentum going. So as Tillman also said, there have been some very successful meetups in Melbourne, and he and I have both spoken at this one, which is the UX Design Group of Melbourne. It's got over 3,000 members. You go to a meeting, there's 50 to 60 people probably at the meetups, and it's probably gone way down since, the, again, the whole COVID thing. But that was nicely being um, hosted. They, the place of having that was hosted by a company which made life a so we had OSCAI 2018 in Melbourne, and that was centred at Melbourne Uni with some help from Swinburne. We had Kai Down Under being run by the Melbourne universities and trying to incorporate and include industry people in Melbourne. That had over 200. Then we had the OSCAI 2020 online again. Um, that was in Sydney, but it involved people from Melbourne University and Swinburne University helping organise that. So we've got these groups of people getting interested, wanting to connect. And Tillman was the chair for those couple of years that sort of had about 40 members, but extra people would turn up to the events, especially that middle event, because it was just so exciting, the one with Cyberman to whatever. It was a fantastic, it was very attractive. All my students just went because they were just so keen to see what this was about. So trying to keep this momentum going, um, we've built up to 100 members now, and this has involved connections that we have in industry, the connections we have in academia. It's all kind of word of mouth so far, getting past and current students involved, renewing past members, contacting them personally, saying, hey, you know, do you want to renew your membership? You really should. And now we're trying to encourage members to actually bring their colleagues along, get the word out there. So this, this committee this year has got one, two, three academics and two people from industry and a nice mix of genders and, and connections. We need to update our website because it doesn't really, it's still talking about the amazing talk that Aaron Quigley is going to give or has given. So it's a little bit out of date. Everything kind of shut down. So we really need to get going on that. So, yeah, so I, we had our March meetup. Well, welcome today with Eunice as our ACM Distinguished Speaker, which was great because she was able to encourage people about how good it was to be part of a chapter. April, I really hope we can have a physical meetup because people in Melbourne are just dying to get out there, meet people, and we're going to make it a social one because they're also really feeling the need for social something. We're trying to aim for one event each month, going for the last Wednesday of month, so maybe people can get that in their heads. We want to have site visits, panels, seminars, and of course, social events. And at the moment, I'm just asking members, have they got ideas? Would they like to host something at their company? Have they got something that they want to share with people? You know, have they got some new research or some new, a new project that would be interesting and we'll get a panel together, you know, this is what's happening in Melbourne. So hopefully this will just get better and better and keep on going. I think um, it's really exciting to be a part of this and Tillman built a really lovely foundation um, with the whole getting lots of people from different organisations involved and keeping industry and academia connected. And, yeah, there was a lot of enthusiasm with everyone I approached saying, hey, do you want to be part of this? Oh, sure, this is great. We'd love to be part of something that's really going to try to bring us together with, with other people in Melbourne, but also um, no matter what part of HCI or UX you're in, or even we've got people on the side like sociologists and ethnographers, they're all interested in being part of it as well. So 
that's my that's my thing and i'm done thank you thank you so much jenny it was really interesting i mean like a we i just came back from jenny's meeting and i was just so pumped because jenny especially was so uh enthusiastic like uh, uh bringing people together and i think this is really important that uh, SEMCK is not just a place for people from just academy or just the industry. It should be a meeting point and it is a really good point. Uh, I mean, like uh, Regina also has done a lot on the, with bringing people together from the academic and industry. And that is really good uh, point. And I really like what Tillman said before. It's not just, uh, uh, basically, it's not just about like the running activity after activity, but uh, building the strong foundation that is for the committee, the people itself, building the community is very important. Chet, you have a question. Yes, um, thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Thuman, for your presentation. So the, the environment in which your chapter is created is a little bit different than, than what from other chapters. For example, in Thailand, we don't have HCI community. Therefore, we build a chapter in order to build a HCI community. But in Australia, you have a quite, a, a, my perception is that because you have Oscar conferences for multiple years. So I would expect that, okay, you already have a quite strong community. So where do you see the role of the chapter in relation to other uh, Australian uh, community that are interested in human computer interaction? For me, it's, it's an ongoing thing. So Oscar once a year. So that's great. And you get your publications and you get your ACM digital library and it's, you know, and you meet people, but then nothing happens for another year. So I think it's that, but it's also that Melbourne people, we found when we started doing these Kai Down Unders and stuff together, we were actually meeting people who were working, you know, 15 minutes away from us. Oh, you know, I didn't know anyone at Monash before Kai Down Under. And then now they're all my best friends and they're on my committee. So it's, it's, it's just getting to know your local people and know what they're doing. I, th I think that's great. Tillman? Um, yeah, just to add on that, um, what we found in Melbourne particularly were these little um, bubbles, like pockets, right? That there was not necessarily much um, cross connections. Um, Especially, I mean, when you when you ask a lot of your practitioners, they, they were like, "Oh, what's what's HCI? What are you doing? What do you mean you have a usability lab?" And we're like, "What? Okay, come come over, you know." And and, and this exchange happened. Um, and so, one thing I think is is really trying to figure out the local scene, and and the, and what we found um, helps with that is is literally event pages. Like, so if you go to Meetup and just see what what's going on in the geographical area. Um, and then go to these events and see what they're like and, and um, start promoting, you know, the idea of, of bridging this and, and, and bringing academic disciplines into UX and vice versa. Um, so a, a meetup and or a, what is it, Eventbrite, um, they are great platforms to figuring out what's going on in, in a local community and seeing where, where there are overlaps. Thank you. Thank you. Uh... Tillman, while you are uh, saying that, I mean, like, uh, I've been trying to recruit people to enroll for getting the Meetup account, actually. 
but mm-hmm. nobody actually apply for that. Nobody actually interested on that. I, I don't know why, but uh, basically ACM uh, headquarters provided for each of the chapter, if they are interested, like a, they can have the meetup account. So they, oh. you, you can actually have your own meetup account every chapter uh, in SEM, not just the Sikhai. So anyone here, if you are interested, let me know so I can connect you to the right people. Because I think if you organize something, just like uh, inviting people, well, some people, they are still using Facebook, but maybe not really like uh, not everyone uh, using Facebook. Uh, some people, they are using a different uh, method, but uh, you know, like uh, the SEM uh, with the with the meetup, they already have, have a platform that actually can afford people who are really love to connect. They can actually, um, uh, you know, like uh, use this opportunity. And the other thing is like uh, it's also uh, opportunity for the chapter as well. Like uh, anyone here, if interested, like uh, to how we can actually pitch our chapter. So sometimes we we are just to get used to with the idea of. Uh, Oh, this is a FTI chapter, SEM, blah, blah, blah. Nobody knows about that sometimes. You have to write it in more creative ways so people will understand what you are doing. Uh, so that's that's something that, Chad, maybe you can try or some other people uh, here, if you are interested to have a meetup, let me know. Well, thank you. Uh, next one, we uh, uh, if you have any more questions, please write down on the chat. We're gonna move to the next speaker. Uh, the next speaker would be uh, Kafe uh, Basar uh, Kafe Basargan. Uh, he's from Iran, uh, professional SEM Sikai chapter. Kafe Tan is yours. Thank you very much, uh, everyone, and uh, good uh, good time to all. I don't know where you are from. So I have a second monitor screen, and I want to show what is on that screen. How do I do that? How do I switch uh, uh, the presentation to show what I have on my second screen? I think when you click oh, on okay. chat screen, you yeah. should be able click. to select the window. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have two screens. Screen. Yeah. I want to show my second screen. What do I do? Yeah, you just click on uh, the share uh, screen. Click. Yeah, the share screen button. And there should be a menu of different windows on both screens. And then you can choose the one that you want to share. Where do I click? Where do I click? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, when I you, want to share my screen. Have... I, have a, I have two screens. How do I, so how do I present my second screen? Uh, well, I, we can't really, we can't really help you yet, but uh, uh, if, you when you share screen, yeah, now, yes, 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 yes. Coming, it's coming. Screen. Coming, it's coming. Yeah. Oh, is it the one that you want to show the uh, UNESCO World Heritage Sites? Yeah, the exactly. Visit Iran. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Welcome yeah. To, welcome to Iran, everyone. So as you can see, there is a there is a lot of point of interest. We have like thirty two provinces in Iran, and of course uh, the chapter that we have that has been established uh, back in two thousand fourteen. It was in Tehran. Uh, where you have this Golestan Palace, but uh, Iran is a wonderful country. Uh, you have all these wonderful cities that you can visit. 
So um, uh, I have lost the chat window, so I don't know where the chat window is. Maybe I can, it's complicated this uh, stuff here. Uh, <laughs> where is the chat window? Uh, the chat window is something on the top, if you see. Can someone type something in the chat window so I can see it? Uh, well, you have to uh, put it like a big one or small one because uh, I have I have typed a lot of things. It's too complicated. I want to share something on the chat. I can't. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I wanted to share the, the, the link here in the chat, but there is no chat anywhere. Oh. You yeah, have to, uh, you know, where you share the screen next to it, there is a chat. You have to click it for the chat to open. No, I know, but I mean, on the, as I have two windows, uh, I, I can't see anything being displayed on the chat. Anyway, <laughs> I will share the links uh, afterwards. So welcome to Iran. We have these 32 provinces. And if we go to our um, visitors that I want to share with you, we, we, have, uh, we, we have a great deal of, of members uh, from uh, our local uh, provinces. So if the map will show here, yeah. Can you see, can you see the map? Uh, yes, we can see the map. Okay. So, so this, is, this is in the past year from 31 March, uh, like 2020 to 2001. These are all our uh, multiple time visitors. I mean, the website. So people are coming from within Iran, from Tabriz, Tehran, Mashhad, Esfahan. And here you have a city, maybe you know about it, it's uh, Shiraz. But there are many more cities in Iran, as I showed you, and from neighboring countries that might be speaking also Persian. We do have visitors coming from Afghanistan, also from Iraq, which is, of course, uh, a country which is uh, with a closed border to us. And in the long run, you can go to Armenia and other places. So these, these dots represent members who are in close interaction with us. Uh, the ACMSIGCHI Iran chapter has uh, 142 members that are not all registered ACM members. We've had discussions with Regina about membership. So people think that once they're in a you know, LinkedIn channel, they might be official members. That's not the case, but we do have a, a, a private LinkedIn channel because other social networks are uh, not accessible. Uh, in Iran. And as you know, you've been running a competition for the websites. And we were sad because within the criteria used within that competition, there were uh, mentions of channels that are banned in some countries. So you cannot compare chapters based on channels that are banned. People cannot use them. I will then mention other issues about uh, the content. But just to say that, as you can see, within Europe, uh, within also Africa, ranging through Indonesia, it might be you and your fellow colleagues, and also China. We have great interactions with all over the world, and these are uh, clearly people with whom we interact. I'm not going to name them, but we do have uh, detailed in information. If you want, we, we can interact more. But just, just to show some, some additional data that might be of interest to some uh, other uh, colleagues that, that are here, as you might be able to see here, I don't know if it displays well or not. Do you see something on the screen? Uh, yes. Uh, is it just a black uh, black box? No, it's not a black box. So it's 
So, so I, I'm, I'm showing, I'm showing your slide here. Oh, it's, it's a black box. <laughs> no, it's, it's a black box covering your map, like a half, half covering my, uh, your uh, map. That's complicated. I mean, <laughs> okay, and now what, what, what can you see right now? Ah, yeah, now we can see your map now. Okay, so, so, so just to say that within the content that our users are interacting with, because it's important to know what people are, are interacting with, uh, there, is, there is one thing that is very much of interest to everyone because we have replicated this page on our local website. It's the award-winning uh, page within the ACM card website, which lists all the winners going back to uh, Duke Endelbart in 1998 up to now. And what we have tried to do is to engage with uh, another page which is called the ACM CKI Avar Talks, because all these people have been giving uh, keynote talks during ACM CKI, and those talks are very much inspiring. Now, it's a pity that within this website of ACM CKI, there is no direct link. When you click on these pages, you get to the profile, okay, of that specific person, okay, and there will be a photo, and uh, sometimes, the link doesn't work, but all the videos that are here, of course, YouTube is also uh, not accessible in Iran, but we have managed to interact with the communication team of ACM Sikai, and we have a local copy of all these videos on our own servers, because of course, if you want to access YouTube, uh, it's banned, okay? So these, these media that are related to the awards are really gold. So for the next, maybe um, people who are going to run for presidency, and I think everyone is here because I didn't notice that Neha Kumar is also on board here. Hello, Neha. <laughs> and also Regina, Aaron, and others. It's very important that everything gets linked. So for us, with, with all the members that we said, can tell you, uh, speaking of HCI in a country such as Iran, where there is no a bachelor of science in HCI or master's in HCI, doesn't that much make sense. But presenting uh, key people who've been really much inspiring for others with all these types of awards and specifically in a form of a lecture. And that's a huge work and thank you to ACM, thank you to Sikai for sharing all that. But at the end of the day, you see, you have to link all these things together. I have a hard time showing uh, my other uh, slides here, but I just want to share uh, a key point with everyone. How many minutes do I have left, uh, Anis? Uh, about three minutes. Okay, so, so for everyone, for other chapters, and also for, for, for you, Anis, and also for the next uh, presidency of ACM Sikai to be, as we are living in a COVID, period. Uh, I'm a graduate from Switzerland. I, I kept my links with Switzerland. And there is this um, Swiss Academy of Sciences, which is uh, Science Nat, uh, which has a commission, which is the Commission for Research Partnership with Developing Countries. And of course, you know, there is uh, this, um, you know, Asian Committee for HCI. And there is also, you know, mm, all these complications for, for traveling, everything. I'm also an ACM uh, Sikai um, 
distinguished speaker. And thanks to the ACM, I've been able to travel down to Nanjing University, speaking on behalf of ACM about HCI, also to other places such as India and, and uh, other places. But for research in Switzerland, it's the third edition of something which is called the Guide for Transboundary uh, Research Partnership with 11 principles. So the guide is available. I'm going to share the link uh, just afterwards. And there is also a, a dedicated website for that, uh, that that can be sorry, that can be used. And each of these um, guidelines, these are just like heuristics, you know, Nielsen Norman heuristics. They have to be, I think, embedded within the ACM Sikai strategy. It starts with set the agenda together, and there are quite a lot of examples because Switzerland is doing very well in terms of international partnership, interact with stakeholders, clarify responsibilities, be accountable, promote mutual learning. There is very low time for each of them. But one thing we are doing at ACMC Iran chapter uh, in terms of partnership with our local uh, actors, because I didn't have time to talk about local actors, of course, uh, you know, there are sanctions. So Iran is a big country under sanction. It's quite complicated to do partnership under sanction. But these uh, guidelines happen to be very much effective, even for us, under sanction. So my uh, recommendation for everyone is at least to take time to, to read what these 11 principles are. And maybe for the next uh, presidency to be, uh, if, if uh, I mean, you are interested in uh, in knowing more about that, you can, of course, read these guidelines or contact us because we use that to partner with some uh, fellows in uh, India, in China, in some other places. Thank you for your attention. Over. Thank you so much uh, for your presentation, Kafe. Uh, I can don't I... have to stop sharing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you managed to <laughs> you manage with the presentation. You are a little bit complicated. Uh, now no, I can see the chat and I will be sharing the links within the chat. Okay. Well, good. Uh, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Like um, uh, with this kind of documents, like uh, in the uh, Iran chapter, how, how do you usually like uh, uh, use that one? Like uh, how do you actually communicate within your group? and then uh, practice it like uh, within the chapter. So, so basically what, what we do is that uh, eventually most of our members are at, as you can see, it's a diaspora. So there are Persian or Farsi speakers that are across the board. So uh, we use mostly uh, the LinkedIn group that we have to communicate together. We don't have any other means of communication because obviously people who are inside Iran, they need to be able to access without any barriers or restrictions. Now, um, we do have also um, uh, annual events on the occasion of the World Usability Day where people get together and also some other, uh, you know, relevant events where we try to present uh, the videos of these keynote speakers that I told you that are ICMC Kai Award winners. We also do the same for the IFIP uh, Technical Committee 13 Award winners that you might know about IFIP and TC13. And all this is being done via these internal channels, so it's not visible to the outsiders. Mm. Okay, so, so people from outside 
uh, they won't be able to uh, join at all, isn't it? Um, so, so if they want to join, they can contact me because uh, I'm I'm the lead for that. It's not a problem. Mm -hmm. It's just because we want to be uh, in a way at ease with uh, ourselves. So members can access, can discuss, can share, but outsiders they need to request access. Oh, okay, I see. Right, and. Okay, well, thank you very much for sharing. Uh, is there anyone here wants to ask him any question? Maybe I can just comment because for everyone, I mean, Kavi, we, we tried already in the past a lot and that's one of the main reasons why five, six, seven years ago we started with LinkedIn. The majority in Europe thinks LinkedIn is not important, but for other countries, of course, it's something that helps a lot. And I know that they did the, the copying of the videos, but how do you see that? I mean, IFTC said, in a, yeah, we had the PC meeting over the weekend for Intrac. So it looks like for, for other organization, it works a bit uh, better. So it would be nice if you could maybe then also reflect on why, why for example, TC certain works better, looks like, than for example, ACM Sikai, what would be your message as, as also a member of, of, of TC 13? on how to make things better for, for the different kinds of things. Because I know Iran is a very, so, so you have a very special situation in communication, but we have the same problem for Korea. Because in Korea, if we are going to announce an event uh, using Eventsprite, the Koreans are just laughing saying, oh no, this is not what we do. We, we need Kakao talk. <laughs> so, so we always have these kind of different kinds of things of how many times you would, uh, you would really translate things um, and, and bring it to different types of channels. So I, I understand for you, it's a special one, but do you have an idea where to start and where to stop with the translation? I know yeah. more is always better in that case, but uh, there are limits of what people can do as volunteers. What would be yeah. the, the most important ones you would see? Mm. So, so um, th there is a report called Public Policy and HCI, I think back in 2015, uh, it was uh, commissioned by uh, Van der Beer, I think it was the past ACMC5 president, to Jonathan Lazar, who, who wrote that report. It's, it's very valuable. It's one of the most valuable uh, reports I've uh, had the occasion to read. And within that report, it's written that it's very important to get a deep understanding of the local context. So when you look at all these uh, channels, so perhaps if you look at the way people are using you know, mobile apps and the way people are using websites uh, and the data we have shows that very few uh, actually do uh, uh, you know, on the way search to find ACMTK Iran chapter. They, they're looking for something and they might find us. So spending all the energy to update the website for people that might be looking for the information somewhere else is not a good idea, but it's very good to have a deep understanding. So I would say, as a user researcher, I would, uh, I would say that it's very important to be listening to everyone, but not going into the direction that some specific, you know, usage or, or, or you know, behavior is being channeled to. So most of the users in Iran are interested in Instagram now. So, you know, with, with the COVID situation, you know, all these, you know, businesses that are not wanting to bankrupt, they have to have a channel to interact. So companies are spending much more money on Instagram than on their 
you know, yeah. public websites. Yeah. But we don't have any Instagram uh, account. And uh, I have users complaining to me, why don't you build an Instagram account for ACMT? But I, I'm saying it's, there is no point of doing so. And I don't want to do so because then you will get melt in, you know, a huge amount of stuff that is just irrelevant. So as a user researcher, uh, I would be happy maybe to take one month and answer based on data to you. Thank you. Good. Thank, thank you. you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much, Regina. I think this is a, a big thing as well that we have to uh, address in the chapter, especially the communication problem, because we have a different way of communicate uh, communication. So sometimes like a I'm, I myself am confused, like uh, which one I should use. Like if I use Google and nobody, some people may not receive this information if I use Instagram. Yeah, so it's a dilemma here because we cater so many people here. Okay, next one. The next 10 minutes, we're gonna have uh, Iman and Aussie from IPB University Sikai student chapter. Time is yours. Okay, thank you, Missionist. Uh, I will be sharing my screen. Wait. Um, sound uh, my screen. Yeah, your screen is up, Imam. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, start. Hello, everyone. Uh, good evening. Today, me and Mr. Auzi uh, represent IPB University HMCK student chapter. We'll tell you about our journey as the first CK student chapter in Southeast Asia. First, uh, I want to introduce us. My name is Imamullah Prashadi, and I'm chair of IPB University HMCK student chapter, as well as uh, computer science student, and my lecturer, uh, Mr. Auzi Asfarian, as faculty sponsor. AgroX, or what you know now uh, is IPB University HMCK student chapter, has been around since uh, 2014. The purpose of the previous AgroX was only to, to gather and discuss uh, IPB computer science students about HEI and UX. Gradually, the members of AgroX continued to grow more and more. And in 2019, our lecturer, Mr. Auzi Asparian, suggested that AgroX be affiliated with SEMCKI student chapter. After AgroX became affiliated with SEMCKI, we were not only to place together and discuss. Now our goal is to introduce uh, HEI and UX to students of other, other majors at IPB and to the general public. Okay, I will take over uh, in this slide track, Imam. So thank you very much, Imam. Uh, you, you are very wonderful and preparing uh, our activities. So hello, everyone. My name is Auzias Farian, the student, uh, the faculty sponsor of the IPB chapter. So I would like to talk about why I asked Imam to create the student chapters of Sikai in our campus. So IPB University is agricultural campus. So our field of research is mainly on the agricultural communities. So we want to spark the student interest about the human computer interaction and also user experience, both in academic and professional context. So we have a lot of students who like and love to design anything. They love to design application. They, like, they love to design ideas. They love to design a machine or, or robots or some things. 
but uh, we only uh, can uh, give them a, uh, the knowledge about the human computer interaction in three course credit in the course. So, but and but in the in the other hand, we have a su substantial portion of our alumni that working on the UX related field. So, but uh, right now, not many willing to pursue graduate study at uh, human computer related. Uh, human computer interaction related field. So we aim to increase their interest on human computer interaction through our activity. Uh, and also we have new higher education policy in Indonesia that will give students more freedom to choose learning path. The policy called independent learning and independent campus. Uh, so basically undergraduate student can claim their activity outside the curriculum as a part of the as a part of their course credit so the maximum is 20 credits and the presence of the student chapter in our campus will enable more activities that can be recognized as a course credit so for example uh, imam akasha uh, tiffany and zaki who attend here are working very hard in running the chapters and giving and serving the members by creating event by pro by providing space for talks and workshop. And even we have some uh, discussion weekly that's still running right now. Uh, their effort as this uh, chapter officer can be recognized as student chap as a course credit. So in the last meeting, uh, in the last month, we are also preparing for the Asian Kai Symposium. So the students submit their works as papers and posters. And that activity also can be recognized as a course credit outside the, the human computer interaction courses. And also uh, there are volunteering activities maybe in the conference. We know that CKI is a community that uh, built by the effort of the volunteers. It also, we can also recognize the student effort in, the, uh, in their activity in the, in the course credit. So there is a practice potential opportunity that we can do here to uh, enabling the student to explore their interest in the human computer interaction and user experience. And hopefully that will make the human computer interaction community in our campus and Indonesia will grow. So thank you everyone from CKI, especially for the CHI 2021 leadership, Aaron, Yusifumi, and an amazing committee that allowing us to join the conference remotely. And I hope the student that joined to, uh, this year's can preparing to, uh, to be more active in the CHI uh, next year, maybe in the student research competition and perhaps submitting their works uh, to, to be presented in the conference. So back to you, Imam. Okay, thank you, Mr. Alzi. Okay, to achieve our goal, uh, we held uh, some various activities that Fauzi said. There are regular activities such as uh, weekly meetups uh, and curriculum discussion and new activities like a design conference, workshops, design jam, and competitions. Here are some brief uh, description of our activities. Firstly, design conference and webinars. Since becoming a student chapter, we have conducted uh, approximately one seminar, nine webinars, and one talk. To promote our webinars and talks, we met events called Song Design. In sound design, we discussed many things such as UX and HCI basics, studio abroad in the HCI field, effective UX project presentation, and others. Currently, uh, our webinar series is running uh, with the theme Kickstart Your Journey to Be UX Pips. 
you can check it on our Instagram. Not only conference, but we also hold workshop before the COVID-19 pandemic. In this workshop, the participants learn uh, to implement the design thinking process, guided by two alumni who have worked at one of the unicorns in Indonesia. Apart from uh, the workshop I'm, uh, for general public, we also hold weekly meetups to learn from each other and discuss about UX methods or tips working on UX projects. Since the COVID-19 pandemic, we are trying to organize a new activity that is competitive and can be followed by everyone. Inspired by one of the communities in Indonesia, we carried out a design jam. The technicality of this activity, participants from students and the general public will be given several briefs containing the problem and followed to be redesigned. Participants will choose one of the briefs and design it for, design it for 24 hours or a week. Until now, uh, we have implemented uh, to design jam with the theme redesign our campus mobile apps and redesign startup apps. You can see the result of this activity by checking our Instagram, AgriX, and can search on Instagram with the hashtag DesignJamStartupHan. Then uh, we held an international design competition with the theme uh, Enhancing Hope and Wellbeing for Future Generation Issue Through the Destructive Mindset. If you want to see the result of some of the participants, you can visit ipb.link slash UX uh, today. And for the winners of this competition, we also pay them to be Sikai members too. To keep up with the very dynamic change in the IT world, uh, NHEI, so at the beginning of each new academic year, we hold discussion with alumni, lecturers, and active students about the HEI course curriculum. Sometimes we also hold small discussion about design developments in the campus and professional work that can become new ideas for our community activities. Besides being active in the community, our members are also active outside the community, participating in international activities and national and international competition. Some of the activities on the slide, the photo on the left, is of one of our members who participated uh, in the Sikai activities at NUS Singapore in December 2019. And on the right, some of our members won the UX Gold Medal at Gymnastic, held by the Indonesian Ministry of Education and Culture. And most recently, some of our members sent the posters and papers to, add it to the ASEAN Kai Symposium. Okay, Pauzi. Okay, uh, thank you, Imam. So this is the roadmap uh, what we, we will do uh, uh, in, in the future. So we aim to increasing the member engagement from graduate students uh, and from non-computer science major. So in our previous activity, uh, we have students from engineering, agriculture, fisheries, and natural sciences who show interest in human-computer interaction and user experience because they can relate that the methodology cannot be also applied in their field of science. So uh, we hope in the future we also can be collaborate with other chapters. Uh, starting with Indonesia, we have Indonesia chapter and also Surabaya chapter. And we also open for discussion if uh, if there are uh, opportunity to collaborate with chapter outside Indonesia. So uh, there are a lot of talks recently about the new technology in IPB. So things like immersive analytics, things like uh, blockchain in the, in the mid production and something like that, which SEM has very strong uh, expertise in that area. So we plan to start uh, since uh, this year to create the annual ACM DSP talks to introduce the expert in the field so we can enrich our students with the topics 
and maybe they can uh, uh, enhance the research proposal in related in the topic that uh, in, in the in relation to the topic that presented in the talks. And lastly, we want to make impact to agricultural community. So SIKAI uh, and SCI in, in general have a lot of uh, technique and practice that can be used when working with the community. Uh, and we hope we can uh, try to apply them, especially in the agro-maritime community. So for example, our students right now, uh, they are students that working with the fishermen and they, they visit their, their place in the middle of the ocean or something like that. Uh, it is very interesting for them to apply the various techniques that can be used in that situation. Okay, uh, back to you, Imam. Thank you. Okay. Uh, this is uh, our chapter officer uh, behind our activities. And want to call back or just say hello with us, you can contact us uh, on this media, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, and email. Uh, I think that's all. Uh, thank you. Okay, thank you very much, Imam and uh, Alsi. It's really good presentation. Uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm really impressed on how uh, last year when you applied for the chapter funding, you got so much activity and made use of the opportunity uh, with the uh, first chapter funding that you received. Um, so it is it is very good that you have done a lot of things like uh, within uh, the very short period of time. So just to add what um, uh, uh, I'll see, unfortunately we don't have time for discussion because we're running out of time. Uh, but um, one thing that uh, I just want to add to what uh, I'll see and Imam presentation is that uh, I'll see is actually the vice chair for the Indonesia SEM Sikai uh, chapter. And then the location of the IPB University is probably like a two hours, right? Like a one hour from, uh, from Jakarta, where the headquarters is. And uh, what Alsi has been doing, he started the student chapter in Bogor. Um, so actually he can reach out students more uh, than actually go back to collaborate with the Indonesia SEM SICA uh, chapter. But, um, in the beginning, he he want to strengthen, like what Tilman said before, strengthen the community in Bogor. So, so I think this is a quite a, a nice uh, combination where people actually like uh, can have uh, many chapters uh, in many places as long as they can complement each other and uh, help each other in many ways, like what Regina said in Toulouse and Paris, and um, that's a really good example. But thank you very much, Imam and Alsi. And uh, let's continue the discussion if you have more, uh, more plan um, to, uh, to ask, uh, more comment to Alsi or Imam, we continue in Slack. Next, uh, next presenter would be Anusha. Anusha is uh, representing uh, Sydney uh, Sikai chapter. He's the chair and um, one of the newest chapter but he's got a lot of things to offer and he's got a lot of interesting ideas to share with us tonight. So Anusha, over to you. Thank you very much. Um, let me try to find the correct window that I should be sharing.
Can you see my slides? Yes. Okay. Uh, I hope it is in full screen. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. All right. Um, uh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, and it's, I, I must say, it's very hard to follow that presentation, uh, previous one. It's, it's a lot of things. I don't know how you guys did so many, but I'm going to tell the Sidkai story. Sidkai is the ACM Sidkai local chapter in Sydney. Um, and I'm Anusha Vitan. I'm a lecturer here um, in the University of Sydney. Uh, also, I'm the chair of Sidkai. Um, I'm presenting today, but actually there are a lot of people who collaborated and worked hard and also contributed, contributed to this presentation today. Um, so we started uh, SIDCHI because we wanted to come together as a community and do fun stuff and um, do interesting work in HCI and interaction design, uh, bring everybody together. That's, that's the main goal. And I want to start with giving a little bit of information uh, on SIDCHI. Um, so we established uh, June last year um, in the middle of all the COVID uh, stuff. Um, uh, we had 22 members to begin with. Um, and this morning while preparing this presentation, I went to Slack and check how many we have. We have 67 members. So I'm not saying we have 67 active members, but we can reach 67 members. Uh, and uh, but actually, active members are close to fifty. Um, if um, the the good uh, reasonable uh, estimation, um, and but what I'm proud of is uh, we are a very diverse group. Uh, we have uh, junior and senior members. We have Australians and international members. We have a very good gender balance. Uh, we have to work a little bit more on figuring out all the diversity we have, but more importantly, we have a lot of local institute. We have all the local universities um, and we have uh, research institutes and also some members from industry as well. We are working on getting more people. Right, this is the leadership team. We are a bunch of uh, early to mid career researchers uh, who are very enthusiastic about this, uh, setting up the local community. Um, so we are heavily involved in um, doing things, but also we have a very uh, important, uh, very involved and active advisory board, and one of them are here actually, Aaron. Um, so uh, we get a lot of uh, help, with a lot of support, a lot of advice. So I think that is one of the reasons we are successful. And um, you can see that I'm giving a backhanded compliment to myself, saying we are successful, but. I think so. But more importantly, uh, we have a lot of members, like 50 plus members who actively engage in our activities. Um, so it's not only the team, the core team, but also the community. Um, we come together and do stuff. Um, right. Um, I was thinking, what can I talk about today? Because we have limited things we've done, but I thought I will say a little bit about setting up Sidkai, what we did, what we got right. Uh, if somebody out there who wants to set up their own chapter, they should, I think. Uh, and um, um, then I will talk about some of the events and activities we did um, and um, some of the future plans we have. 
and I'm gonna do it as fast as possible because the time is running out. So in setting up, um, I think first you have to have a goal why you need to do it. I think I said that we wanted to get together and do cool uh, HCI and interaction design stuff. Uh, so that was our goal uh, in lay terms. Uh, and the ACM is very clear about how to go about the administrative things. But I think that is, uh, that is very important. But at the same time, if you want to be, you know, a functioning uh, chapter, you, you have to consider about people. You have to find few influential people in the local community and get them on board. So in, in my case, I talked to Professor Judy Kay and again, uh, Professor Aaron, Aaron Quickly and Professor Alice Vanden Ho. And these were the three people I initially approached and all of them were very supportive and they connected me with other people. That's very important to get some, some network build up. And the second one is talk to other chapters. So um, in my case, uh, I talked to Tillman who spoke to us, you know, a few minutes ago, and I asked him, hey, how did you go about setting up yours? And what are the things I should be doing? What are the things I shouldn't be doing? And finally, of course, uh, you have to, I re highly recommend talking to um, Dr. Imish Sari, because she was really helpful to get ourselves together and see what are the important things we should be focusing on and so on and so on. Um, so these, these, I think, are very important if you are setting up your uh, local chapter. And uh, of course, get an enthusiastic group to lead. Uh, this is very important. This, in our case, it's the court lead chairing team and the advisory board. They are all equally involved and enthusiastic. And um, make yourself known. Set up a web space, web page, um, and set up. Get your social media running. We have a social media chair who's very active and tweet and retweet and um, get the, all the following. That's that's very important, I think. Right. It's out of the way. I want to talk a little bit about what kind of events and activities we did. I think this is very important because when we started, we were in the middle of the pandemic, but I thought it is, we all thought it is important to get an early start because it can be a chapter that you set up and you are basically doing nothing. Uh, in Within the first month, I mean, you could start very small. This is what we thought. And we within the first month, we managed to uh, get an ACM distinguished speaker to come and talk to us, Ger Professor Geraldine Fitzpatrick. And it was really amazing. Everybody was there, a um, lot of people coming in and, and a, a very lengthy discussion afterwards as well, uh, which was very good. Uh, mostly thanks to Geraldine because she's a fantastic speaker. Um, so um, it was really good. And, and the main outcome, I mean, among all the things that we learned is that People knew that we are in business and we are serious about it. We are going to do something. We are not just going to, you know, it's not an idle chapter. So then this kind of laid the foundation to get everybody motivated to do the uh, research day, which is an ambitious thing among all the uh, COVID, you know, lockdown stuff going on. And we, we definitely wanted to bring the community together uh, so we can meet, uh, meet each other and build connection and think about what we can do in future. So um, definitely, we definitely wanted to have an in-person component. And this is probably the first in-person um, event that I participated and it was shared with many others. Um, so, um, but the problem with doing stuff in person is you need money. So 
um, this we we had we haven't had any. Um, but we had a fantastic pressure of our jaw, and she uh, managed to put together a um, proposal to Sikai Development Fund again with advice from Unisari and Aaron. So we both of us, two of us, wrote a proposal with a lot of comments, and we got the money. So uh, so now we have the money, and we can do the event. Actually, the e event we put um, it in hybrid, so we can have uh, people joining in online. You know, there were people who had some risks and didn't want to come in person. As you can see here, uh, we are keeping social distance. I'm not, but most of us are. But uh, also we had this uh, thing that we got some uh, wearable tablets uh, and people can wear them and everybody joining in Zoom can still see people moving around and join in the, uh, with all the fun activities we did. So in the morning, we had a lightning talk session where everybody introduced their research very quickly. Um, and in the evening, we had an interactive workshop uh, where we talk about what are the HCI themes important to local communities, especially in Sydney and Australia. Um, and also we had food and drinks, thanks uh, Sikai. And it was really fun uh, to see everybody um, and, and also food and drinks is a good networking session and uh, which helps us to come up with some of the ideas we want to do in future. So this is kind of like a snapshot of um, some of the things happened. Um, of course, Eunice came and gave, uh, talked to us. Well, actually, I think you recorded um, um, your um, comments from somewhere uh, in the bush uh, uh, and send it over. So um, thank you for that. And it was a really fun event and it was very successful. We got a lot of positive feedback. Um, the main uh, outcome was we actually built teams. We uh, built teams and we identified some HCI themes important to Sydney and possibly going forward, we can develop grant proposals, we can develop workshops, we can develop um, all kinds of things academics do. Um, right, that's about the that's the main achievement in um, uh, within the community that we actually did. But also um, in that uh, follow up, you know, afterwards we went to have a drink, and Aaron again suggested, you know what, a lot of people are doing online talks. Why don't you set up a distinguished talk series? We have a lot of um, uh, Asian distinguished speakers. So uh, it took me a while, then I contacted a few people and we actually managed to book a champion, Professor Stephen Brewster from Glasgow, um, ACM distinguished speaker. And uh, we organized and co-organized an event with local universities and the uh, SIDCAI community. Um, it was really fun. Uh, the talk again was well received. I mean, I, I still get emails asking, can I have the video so that I can include it in my lecture? It was that good. Again, thanks to the fantastic speaker. Um, but also we had uh, engagement from other communities. We had uh, people from outside like Melbourne, Germany, uh, I don't know how that happened, and New Zealand joining in. I think that's, I, I thought that we should promote ourselves a little bit more in this regard. And definitely we want to continue this. So um, those are the main achievements, uh, but we hope to do great things. Uh, some of the things planned are follow-up events for the research day so that we can have small workshops on different themes. It's in the planning at the moment. And uh, we want to continue the speaker series. I think it's a great opportunity uh, that people are willing to do online talks. 
Uh, and finally, uh, the, the last thing in uh, the planning is a local mentorship program. Probably maybe Aaron can say something about the importance of mentorship and how we can help each other, not from the same university, but sometimes it is good to have somebody from a different university um, mentoring um, each other. Um, so that's it. That's uh, my presentation. Um, thank you. Uh, maybe Aaron can do uh, some, add some stuff that you think. I think the I think the main thing I would say is from what we've heard today is there's so much information that we can learn from other chapters. Um, I first got involved in a SIGCHI chapter many, many years ago when I was in Ireland. And I'm still using things I learned in that chapter experience to inform my job and also to inform the ideas that I have in other places. And even these type of session, Eunice, um, and for everyone who's attended today, there's great ideas that I'm seeing from student chapters. Actually, it's giving me ideas for things I can do in my own department, not just within a, within a chapter. Um, so I think there's a huge amount of information that we can kind of share and exchange within the chapter leadership to actually cross inform each other and I think somebody said it earlier you know starting a chapter there's a lot of enthusiasm and excitement but then sustaining that over many years and many months is very happen so one of the key things that we did in Scotland and actually they do in Ireland as well is basically having a pre-Kai day so even if you don't end up going to Kai we had two key things one in, in Scotland and in 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 Ireland as well one was a pre-Kai day where anything, anybody was doing anything vaguely related to Kai, we came together and practiced and shared all that information amongst ourselves. And that was a super awesome day. And that, that still continues to this day. And then afterwards, you know, sort of six months later, actually bringing people together who have presented anything, be it a poster, a workshop paper, a, a full paper, something together and in uh, when in Scotland in that case where we were basically showing all of our best work that we'd actually done at all of the SIGCHI conferences. I would also say just looking at places like you know Japan where they have other activities like pre-pre-Kai days where basically people are showing the ideas that they're kind of currently cooking in their research and they're getting feedback on those early on and then actually using that to improve the research submissions. So talk to all the other chapters, talk to all these other groups, there's brilliant ideas all around the world. And once you find it, just, you know, promote it, cross promote it. And maybe one of the reasons Anusha, we got uh, a lot of people there is when I was so excited that you had Stephen Brewster. Well, I was partly excited, partly disappointed because he was supposed to be in a Kai meeting because he's, he's, he's my uh, liaison between the Kai steering committee and, and Kai 2021. So he was, he should have been in my meeting, but he went to your talk because you're more important. I understand I wasn't, I wasn't upset. So he went to your talk, but because I was tweeting about it, because I was so excited, maybe that's why you got some other people going to your event. So we're kind of, we're, we're a global family of interconnected chapters here so learn from each other share resources you know build little links build little bridges between us and we don't have to go crazy we don't have to connect everything with everybody but if we just look at us now many people are on this call right now units what do we got 20 so 20 times 19 so you've nearly got 400 potential connections right here in this room um, and I, I think of the same thing for kai um because kai now is up to about 15 million possible connections this year that are going to happen uh, when we go online. So just think of this, the family of connections you have here, you've got nearly 400, you know, cross connections just between the 20 people who are sitting right here. That's a lot of opportunities for learning and a lot of opportunities to share ideas amongst the chapters. So that's the only thing I would add, Anusha. Thank you so much, Aaron and Anusha. Uh, this is a really good uh, presentation. So um, one thing uh, that excites a lot of us here is um, the 
One of them is the DSP program. So please make use of this uh, maximally. Like uh, there are so many people who are really like uh, want to volunteer to become a speaker in your event. And it is free for a chapter for any event that you have. Uh, as long as if the person is available, then you can ask them. So people who usually like you have to pay a lot of money to come to your place, they can just come and um, like speak in your event. So that's amazing. So so I think um, the other thing that um, it has been uh, repeatedly uh, discussed was about collaboration. So I think, for example, uh, chapter who are really close to each other, um, like uh, maybe Melbourne, uh, maybe uh, what is it like a, uh, in Southeast Asia, Malaysia, Indonesia, Sydney, maybe, maybe you can do something together because it would be great to have a cross-pollination between uh, different kind of chapters. So it's um, I, I learned a lot uh, from you, all of you. And I want also another thing is that, um, uh, yeah, please make use of the uh, opportunity that you uh, to organize um, uh, chapter activities like uh, by applying for the CKI development funding if you feel that uh, you don't uh, know uh, you don't have any resources uh, I, I see Neha Kumar is here if she do you want to say something Neha I'm not sure like if you busy <laughs> Uh, sure. So, no, I was excited to see the, the last presentation because that was one of the proposals that we had received for the Sikai Development Fund. And uh, we're open to uh, proposals anytime. So it, it used to be that we were on a quarterly cycle, but we don't get that many proposals that we need to do the four cycles. Um, so we're just open to proposals. And if you have questions about what to apply for, you can reach out. Um, uh, yeah, and so that's one funding opportunity, and and uh, I guess chapters is is another which Eunice has been uh, supporting. So, uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Neha. So so the uh, actually all uh, under the CKI development funding. So if your chapter is specifically organized something in your chapters, it's like you can uh, choose which is under chapter. But if it is something uh, bigger opportunity, yeah, so uh, you can actually like uh, apply for the development funding. Anyway, there are a lot of uh, opportunities, like uh, we can continue the discussion. We are about 10 minutes offer the, uh, the scheduled event, but well, I hope all of you like um, will uh, uh, get something from this event and let's continue the discussion offline. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night, good evening, good day, and have a good day. <laughs> okay, bye. Thank you. Please all, okay. please all register. Come to Kai. See you at Kai. Oh, yes. Come, come to Kai. Come to Kai. And vote. Remember, please, <laughs> like, please come, to, come to Kai. And vote. And vote. Come to Kai. We will come, come to Kai. Kai. Come okay. to Kai. We have, we have blinners. We have mentoring. We have the allyship program. We've got lots of content. It's awesome. Come to Kai. Come to Kai. Please come to Kai. <laughs> do, 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 bye, bye. Bye. Thank you, Jesus. Bye. Okay. Good night. Bye, bye.